The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, everybody. What is going on? It is Tuesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? I never knew so many people cared about women's basketball. What, what is happening? <laughs> like the last 48 hours, I've been so confused. So confused. I did not know that this championship game was coming to a head like this, and it just exploded. I'm like, wait, what? I've been led to believe my whole life that nobody's watching this game, and apparently everybody has a take. Everybody. I feel like there are two factors that have led to. <laughs> yeah, we know what they are. No, uh, okay. There's okay. Three factors. Excuse me. Three factors. Uh, you're right, because that was that is one very big important factor as to why this is a story. Uh, <laughs> do we have to pull it already? We just started the show. We already got a race card. For America, though, for America, America, you get a race card. We're a minute 42 in and we already got to pull it. No, look, the, the fact that ESPN is showing uh, the women's college basketball tournament like they did, like it was actually on ESPN. They were showing it constantly. And then two was the fact that you can gamble and you got degenerates like Mookie now who are like, pull in whatever we have to do to bet. And they're like, well, now this is serious. But you are right, dude. The over-the-top takes from uh, from this women's basketball game have been amazing. Uh, we got to talk about it tonight. Right? Also, like, man, like, when did Keith Olbermann become supremely uncool? Like he was extra cool. Like he had his own show and he used to he roast all the people who suck. And now he's uh he's constantly get off my lawn guy. What the fuck is going on with Keith Olbermann, man? Dude, I told that's what I was saying a couple weeks ago. I'm terrified of the time when white guys turn into old white guys. Like it seems like yeah. you can be very cool and very awesome, and then all of a sudden one day you're like Oh, this is fucking classless. He, he's he's passed on into the afterlife. He's transitioned oh, so disappointed, right man. into OWG. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to let you know. The second you do some OWG shit, I'm calling you. I'm like, whoa, man. That's it. You're trying to, you're trying to transition. <laughs> I feel like I'm already doing OWG shit because I've been watching a lot of Reds games. And there's literally commercials for nursing homes in between innings. So I'm officially like on the OWS. I, I mean, I listen to baseball on the radio, so I've been a long time transitioned to OWG. Very OWG. So. Um, here's somebody who's not an OWG. Caesar hanging out with us with the grandmama glasses. How you Keeping doing? us yelling. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I had a long, <laughs> well, I had a long day in front of a screen, so I had to put on my glasses. I mean, I just don't understand how a team on an odd spread of plus 14 doesn't cover in a national championship game. And there it is. We get race cards and gambling tips right out of the gates. <laughs> like, I, it makes no fucking sense to me. And then, the, okay. And then also, like, okay, shout out all my, like, wrestling fans. But, like, Vince McMahon being back in creative control fucking sucks. Oh, it's that it's not good. That whole thing is a it, there's issues all over that. We'll talk Vince McMahon a little bit later on. We got to talk about his 
damn mustache, that creepy pencil thin mustache that he's got. Uh, Caesar, what hat are you rocking today? Because it looks very, very fresh. Thank you. So again, I don't watch baseball, but it's a Cubs hat and it starts with the letter C and my name is Cesar and it starts with the letter C and it's green. <laughs> I got it. It's pretty hard. It's like the forest pack. Shout out uh, Sports World 165. Uh, okay. World Series patch on the other side. I didn't watch it, but still, dope hat, green, and letter C. It's a pretty badass hat. Uh, listen, we got a ton to get to tonight. I want to talk about Randy or Rosarina being the man that the world needs to get behind to make baseball fun again. Uh, we've got to talk hard knocks. There's some hard knocks news, Scott. Uh, I know that's right up your alley. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. This hard knocks <laughs> news. You got one choice. You got one choice, HBO. Don't make the wrong one. You know one. they're going to. One. You know to. <laughs> um, also, we'll talk about this Angel Reese story and the, the blowback that's been going on. Uh, and it's Masters Week, baby. It is the best week of the golfing year. We've got live golfers versus PGA Tour players in the Masters. Uh, people are are all oh, up uh, on this one, so we will get to that. What was that, Caesar? Oh, I'll get, I'll talk, I have an idea for golf now that ties in with the WWE. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Uh, so we will get to all of that. Before we do, though, let's talk about these beers that we are drinking tonight. Uh, Scott, what is in your mug? And let's rate it on the scale that we always do. Would you bang your beer? Back for another week because I loved her that much. We're going with Grainworks Brewing Companies. My Blue Heaven Blueberry <laughs> Ale. Nice porch siffer. 5.4%. Truth be told, I didn't make it back to the store. So I said, I opened up my fridge and said, you up. And this is the only thing that responded. So here we are. Still just as good as last week, though. Definitely would bang. Fantastic. Uh, Caesar, what are you sipping on tonight? Would you bang it? So today, dude, I don't know how the fuck to spell this shit, but on the can it spells it's even spelled wrong. So that's why I bought it. But it's Fubar Red <laughs> Ale, 12 ounces, 5.24. Shout out, Kobe. Alcoholic by volume. What? Don't shout Fubar. out Kobe. Fubar Red Ale. Fubar. Where's Matt Barr when you fucking need him? Fubar is a military acronym which describes the situation. Followed up beyond all recognition. Yeah, let's Our go. Fubar R, Henty Extra R, embraces the spirits of all things gone wrong except for this beer. It's a solid Irish red ale, lightly malty, with pronounced caramel, burnt sugar, resin. Oh, no, not resin. Raisin and prune notes. It is not too bitter with the permanent carbonation. Shout out Mission Texas and Battle... What the fucking brewery is this from? Five by five brewery. <laughs> would you would you bang it? <laughs> yeah, for the military. <laughs> for the military. Tiffies. Yeah, yeah, green can. <laughs> it is a pretty badass uh, camo can. That's fantastic. It's like got a long ass description. I read the other one. I read this one. <laughs> I could have very nice. Uh, very nice. All right, let's check the comments and see what everybody else is drinking. Biscuit says he's not drinking it, but I bought a Bud Light at work just to piss off Kid Rock. <laughs> well done, Biscuit. You go oh, ahead yes. and you earn this one. You take this and enjoy it. Uh, Tyson said Vince McMahon is a whole new look, and I just wanted to make sure we get Tyson's picture up on the screen of uh, Matt Stanton's Photoshop from this week's Facebook group where he put <laughs> Drew's face uh, on an old man's body grinding on a chick at a club. It's 
fantastic. Uh, Gabe said he's drinking Forbidden Fortune Double Dry Hop Oat Cream Double IPA, 8% ABP, Humble Forger Brewery. For sure, bang. That sounds amazing. Robert Taylor uh, going light on us today. He's drinking Garage Brewing's Marshmallow Milk Stout. It's just a 7% ABV milk stout that is smooth and delectable, much like me. Fuck you. Don't make jokes. I am a catch. God damn it. I'd bang me. Right. I'm pretty sure you bang yourself quite often. Sounds like something you do. Gotcha, motherfucker. Nice try, though. Uh, Tyson's all excited because we're, we're talking golf and baseball tonight and said he's out and then pr- proceeded to uh, comment later on so he's actually not out. Ed wanted to know who's drinking Bud Light. It was Biscuit. Uh, That's Tyson what I should have gotten. Mick Ultra, it's in the fridge. We're turning this into a Bud Light only show. We should have. Dude, yeah. Damn it. Missed opportunity. Also, can we just say Kid Rock's a terrible shot? Like those are He's gigantic awful. cases of beer that you missed most of. What a waste of ammo! Like a <laughs> lot of ammo. <laughs> I, I'm just like, you're just gonna shoot up Bud Light to make a YouTube video? Right. Not even a YouTube Twitter video. Video. Yeah, it's Twitter. Like I, I always laugh when people do this when they like go out and they like shoot up something or light something on fire it's like you already paid for it what are you proving like yeah. Rock probably had to go out and buy that bud light and then take it home and shoot it like that like or even better pay somebody to go out and buy it for him and then <laughs> shoot it up like either way hustling backwards <laughs> nobody accused kid rock of being smart so i guess that makes sense go ahead caesar so I actually fell victim to this, kind of. I bought a KD jersey one time at this like Adidas outlet store the summer before I went to the Warriors. And he went to the Warriors, and I like I wanted to cry. So I threw the jersey in the trash. But then I laid back in bed, and I was like, I paid fucking $20 for that jersey. So I got out of the trash, and I just haven't seen it since. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the way to do it. You paid money for it. Yeah, Why are you going right. to light it on fire or shoot it or do something stupid? Uh, this week, I'm drinking Sam Adams Porch Rocker. You can't see it in the... Oh, uh, Porch Rocker. Uh, what a you, kept, you mentioned uh, sipping beer on the porch last week, oh, Scott. Yes. And it got in my head. Porch Rocker is one of my favorite Sam Adams beers. I love it. Only this time of year, it reminds me of a drink that my dad made uh, where he mixes Leinenkugel, Summer Shandy, and Yingling. That Together. bitch is fucking fire. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I fucking love Summer Shandy. Hell yeah. yeah. The fucking linen Kugel. That bitch is fire. It's so good. It's uh, delicious. This beer, it's this beer. it's the summertime preferred beer. Oh, Although, I saw the prices on it the other day, and I'm like, hey, come on. You don't have to go raising prices on me like that. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, supply chain or, or something. Uh, yeah, or reasons. Uh, Matt's saying, yes, Porch Rocker. Uh, it's so good. Uh, you wouldn't realize how many people have never heard of Porch Rocker or didn't know it existed. I've introduced so many people that, like, I drink Sam Adams. At, I never knew this was one of them. I'm like, it's one of well, the, the best Sam Adams. The problem is it's only available for, like, for like a month. Weeks. Like, they literally, <laughs> yeah. like, joke about how short the time for pumpkin beer has gotten now but porch rocker is i feel like even shorter it is it is in and out very quickly it is it's basically uh how i have sex just in and out very quickly and then it's gone (laughs) and it disappears for a while and then it's just a rumor (laughs) and then a year later it comes back begging like can we go again please (laughs) (laughs) 
Let us know in the comments what you guys are drinking and whether or not you would bang it. Um, let's fire up. Oh, I got to get the the screen share here, fellas. Sorry, I, I'm unprepared. We got a sponsor. I was doing sponsor stuff before the show. Um, there's a lot to handle here. Let's bring this wheel up and let's see what we are going to be it, talking Joe, about. Get it together. First. I know Joe is just struggling. So we got Masters Week on the real uh, wheel of Rosarina, Hard Knocks, and the Angel Reese drama. Let's see where we are going first this week. And we are talking hard knocks. It's some football time, fellas. All right, boys. Here's who is eligible for hard knocks this year. It is the Bears, the Saints, the Commanders, and the Jets. Those are the four teams that are eligible for hard knocks this summer. Scott, you said there is one obvious answer to this one. Uh, who do you want to see on hard knocks? There are three that are literally unwatchable. And one of those three, I'm a hundred percent sure the NFL is like, nah, fam, you, you I, I know they're eligible, but you, you, you ain't putting them on hard knocks. We, we ain't airing more of that franchise's dirty laundry. They've been in the news enough. We're not about to have the sale going on. I don't want to make this so bad, but it's not going to happen. You're right. No. Yeah. It's like I said, the NFL is, is, I don't know like how, like who has final say I'm assuming HBO and you know, the NFL like agree on it, but if HBO like has the final word when they're, you know, cause I know the whole limiting who can be on there. Um, NFL is definitely like y'all. Y'all ain't gonna pick them because you know we might just have to. It might not be no more hard knocks if you uh, <laughs> if you pick the Commanders and just just throwing that out there. You can go any other way, but no, the obvious one hundred percent easy slam dunk choice is the Jets. We yes. need all of that Aaron Rodgers drama yes. to play out on TV. Like I, I one hundred percent. Seriously, the other three, I wouldn't even like. Even if they put the Commanders on there, I wouldn't watch them. I mean, I have okay. to watch them for the show. And hate myself, but right. I want to love myself. And the only way that I can love myself and go into it with a big giant grin is seeing my man there with his guns out dealing with all of the Aaron Rodgers drama. That's that's what I need in my life. Tyson said the Bears already said no. I good. don't think yes. it matters. Good. Like good. I, I don't feel yeah. like if you're yeah, one the Bears of the last don't have four, a choice. If you're the last four, you like they can pick you regardless. Yeah, of you could that. say we prefer not to, but at the end of the yeah. day, at the end of the day, the NFL could be like, well. Uh, you made the qualifications for it. being on the show, <laughs> right. so yeah. Uh, but you are 100 right. The Jets are the perfect choice for Hard Knocks this year. But you know what's going to happen, Scott. You know exactly how this is going to happen. They're going to pick the Jets for that reason. All this Aaron Rodgers stuff is going to bleed into the summertime for the buildup for Hard Knocks, and then he's never going I to know. appear on the show. <laughs> he's going to be that dick that yeah. you're like, all I want is this one storyline. I don't care about anything else in this organization. Well, and it's, it's like impossible to make the show without the quarterback, right? So they'll have to like completely work around that. It's, I mean, he's the only person that would make it interesting because it'd be like, Zach gee, what there don't mess. <laughs> well, yeah, and that, but that's what I'm saying. Like the quarterback room. So if like, they, but if Aaron Rodgers is like, no, I don't, you know, I don't want to be on it, and they honor his wishes, trying to edit around that would be horrific. But I also, I, no, I, I need to see all the crazy Aaron Rodgers crap. Like, I want him to go Randy Johnson uh, when he shows up in New York and shoves a cameraman in the face. Like the day he gets there, <laughs> like that's what I need. I need all of that. 
Speaking of that, or East actually, it's East Rutherford. They're not even cool enough to be in New York. <laughs> Just steal the name, fucking Jersey. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, in New York, and uh, guys losing it a little bit when they go to New York. Biscuit said, "Port Rocker, the beer I'm drinking, sounds like a term John Rocker would use." <laughs> and Biscuit, <laughs> I gotta tell you, you earned it, man. Race card. It's a good double. That was a good double. Uh, Matt said, uh, Matt Stanton said, Rogers is so old. Zach Wilson is trying to bang him. Uh, give him his head. The interesting subplot I'm here for. Like, Zach's like, hey, you know, I didn't know we were bringing in an old man. In the room. I mean, I, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to not be the youngest one in the quarterback room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, can we rank these? Okay, so Jets are obviously our choice. Caesar, I, I'm sorry, Caesar, is the Jets, out of those four, Jets, Bears, Saints, and Commanders, are the Jets your choice for hard knocks this season? It's the Commanders, actually. I want to see all the bullshit. But, are, but oh, they're not going to show that. I, I, it's because, like, with the like the incoming sale, apparently, like, I like to watch that. But it's it's commies and, and the Jets. Like, there's no there's no reason for the other fucking, like, teams that are eligible for it. The, the, the Saints are the the absolute worst choice. Like, there's no reason. No Sean Payton, no Drew Brees. That franchise is just back to being the Aints. No thanks. I don't want to see any of that. That would be that'd be the worst case scenario by a landslide. So that's who we're gonna get, guaranteed. Yes, yeah, lock it in. We are gonna get the Saints because the options? It's it's the Commies, Jets, Saints, Bears, and who else? The Raiders. Huh? Those four. No, it's just those four. Oh, it's just those four? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what we're going to end up with is the same. Yep, because the they're going to be like, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to do it, so there's no reason to show the Jets. We're not going to let you show the Commanders, so they're out. So it's down to the right. Bears and the Jets. And the Bears said no, so we'll – or the Bears and the Saints and the Bears said no, so we're going to give you the Saints. And we're all going to be stuck watching the Oh, my God. God that's going to be awful, stuff. too. Like, the, there's no appeal to that team. I don't even know who the head coach is. That's how bad it is. I have no idea who head coaches the Saints, right, at Isn't this Isn't it moment. Dennis Allen? Sure. <laughs> no clue. I, I absolutely have no clue. It they, is they, Dennis they, Allen. Uh, everybody, Dennis Allen they got the rid of all of the, the names, and don't they still have Joe Boo down there? Is, is he still They have Christopher Olives. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah they, they have Chris Olive because the Ohio State fans won't let me forget that. That's that's it. That's the only thing I know. And Michael Thomas is still limping his dead carcass around there somewhere. <laughs> in there. Yeah. His oft-injured ass. Who's their quarterback now? Who's I have who, no, again no oh, it's Derek Carr. It's Derek Carr. Derek oh, Carr yeah, right there. So at Derek least you got an emo oh, Derek Carr to, that we can watch. That'll be oh. fun. Yeah, fucking Tyson's asking me who the head coach of the Bears is. It's a good fucking question too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fucking. I don't even know. He's got, a, he's got an exotic ass last name. Scott, have we reached the point that we just don't know? You're Fubulous. Coaching? You're Fubulous. What? Is that I'm for real? Ever Fubulous. Yeah, There's I mean, no we're, we, we, we got the, we we're in that coaching, that weird part where it's just like the, the coaches where we grew up are starting to like phase out slowly. And, and there's so many quarter, 
there's so many coordinators coming from these random spots that I'm just like, oh, okay, I can't keep up with all these guys. Not Matt, only that, they're they're things. making these hires like <laughs> Zach Taylor comes out as a yes. coach because and that's what I'm saying. You're just picking up random coordinators now because it it worked one time. Yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, Caesar Tyson is uh, giving you your props from the Matt, Matt Eberflus. Uh, <laughs> Gabe just said the old Colts guy. <laughs> the old Colts that's, guy. that's the Panthers coach. Uh, Caesar, get your brother in check here. Bear saying I heard LJ to the Happy Titans. birthday, Mikey. My brother, you, you guys confused Bear for my brother, but no, nah, it's my homie, Mikey. Oh, all right. Well, happy birthday, Mikey. Uh, sorry. That's funny because it's also yeah. my actual brother, Mike's birthday. <laughs> oh, it's just I don't know. birthday to him. Yeah, my, my little brother's birthday is today, too. LJ this was a popular day, to, popular day to F nine months ago, I guess. <laughs> Tyson said he's a fan and he barely knew that. Guys, we're just like Scott, uh, not Caesar. I can't lump Caesar in with us, but we've just hit the age now where it's just like, I don't know. It's a guy. Who cares? Who cares? Well, you just gonna, you know, it reached that age where I'm just gonna start naming like it's like who coaches that team and just throw out a name that I know that used to coach there, regardless of it being right. It's like, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, they they still got fucking. Uh, I know you know why teams coach Scott. Well, and, and then what? Who was the Texans head coach? Mac Brown, the Texans. <laughs> oh, the Texans. I thought you said Texas. <laughs> oh, <No>, the Texans. <laughs> Oh, well, I know that one because D'Amico Ryan's Ryan's just left. Like, yeah, okay, I can tell you the teams that uh, have stolen members of my staff. Like, over the last. No, you can't. Hold on. You can't say stolen when you applaud every single hire and are like, another third round pick. We're just doing it right here in San Francisco. You can't. We get compensation for the stealing. That's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) They steal, we get properly compensated like it's a it, it's a nice transaction like <laughs> hooray black folks <laughs> <laughs> what they get That's jobs it. we get coaches it's it's a w <laughs> for the entire community uh matt wanting to know if he missed the love for tyson's comment avatar yes you did yes, we pointed yes. out that that was your photoshop handiwork from the facebook group and it is your best work yet man it's freaking fantastic it's why i'm putting more of tyson's comments up normally i hide tyson's <laughs> comments and i don't show them but when that picture is his uh avatar it's it needs to it needs to be shown to the world um all right guys the other big news in the nfl this week uh we had the owners meeting uh, there's some drama that's come out of that it, apparently bill belichick is trying to get rid of mac jones but the big thing that came out of it is wait what i missed that yeah. you He's didn't hear that? mac jones no i missed that what yeah so apparently belichick is pissed because mac jones went outside of the organization to try to get some help last season and Bill <laughs> belichick was like you cannot do that and now he's shopping them around they want to get rid of mac jones it's like, look, your motherfucking predecessor was doing all his hokey bullshit at the end of his career and had outside coaches and outside fucking methods. No, we're nipping that shit in the bud. Now, Mac, you're fucking We are getting rid of you. We are. We will literally wow. ship you off for going outside of the organization for help. Uh, but, but also it, the big story. because you really suck. Like, well, that, that's, let's be honest. I feel like, like you're not very, you're not very good. for so. Mac Jones, though, because, I mean, if they're like, Mac uh, Jones, are obviously in the Lamar hunt. A future third? Like a future conditional third? 
Like if he plays and wins games, we'll give you a third. If not, it becomes a seventh. Like that's about all I would give up for Mac Jones. Scott, did He's pretty you awful. see? Did you see Robert Taylor's bait in the comment section? Because I got yeah, I did, I did, but I just it. didn't. I was, I, I saw uh, it, but I was like, He's, you know what? It's cool. I'm just gonna. Uh, you know what? We gotta, we gotta address it. He said uh, all these coordinators leaving San Francisco probably because all of Kyle's coordinators are sick of working for a choker and need to get away from San Francisco. Hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Because <laughs> that's the one person that he has to take shit from because he's, like, fucked them twice or three times. How many times have the Chiefs beat the Niners? Just once. <laughs> but, it, but it feels like more. That's for sure. Hey, if it makes you feel better, Scott, I'm right there with you. Like, at least the Bengals had it over the Chiefs, so Robert Taylor couldn't come for me. But after this season, like, it's all it, – it, we're getting – we're both getting it at this point. Like, it, yeah. we're just getting double teamed. Uh, wait, what? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Good times. <laughs> like I said, the other story that came out of these owners' meetings this week, uh, they are talking about flexing Thursday night football games. They want to, during weeks 14 through 17, be able to say, we are going to put a better matchup in Thursday night because last year, every Every single Thursday night matchup was good. Nah, the first one was badass. The first shit. one was dope. Every other one sucked fucking dick. The first one was the Chargers Chiefs. You I don't even know why the first good. You want to know why the first one's always at least potentially good and the rest of the dog shit? Because nobody has a record yet, so we technically don't know who's really good. So it's good because football is back and everybody's all drunk with the fact that football's back and nobody cares. It's blissful. And then they remember, oh, yeah, that's right. The quality of these games sucks complete ass. No matter who's on them, you forcing teams and guys to play two times in a week. It's stupid. It should go away. But no, let's try to make it potentially worse where we don't let teams prepare for by flexing it like i'm glad that everybody was immediately like nope this is fucking dumb well that's the thing not everybody was like that because they they did not vote on it there was oh, no they just tabled the discussion done. they did it but they did do a straw poll and apparently there were only eight teams that voted against it they what? don't have the votes. There were what? two teams that abstained. Yes, only eight teams voted against it. There were two teams that uh, abstained, the Broncos and the Panthers. Everybody else voted yes. I what? don't why you as an owner would vote yes on that unless Amazon is like, we're going to pay more money if you get us better games, and then that gets divvied out. That's the only thing I can think of as yeah. why you would want to do this. But, like, Green Bay was one of the teams that voted against it. And they said Lambeau Field is a destination. It's a bucket list thing. And we would hate for a fan to make plans to come to a game on Sunday only for that game to get flexed to Thursday, and now they're not able to make the game. Nah, fuck them fans. The cheeseheads can eat a dick. That's not a good enough reason. If that was part of the reasoning that I say make them flex. But no, the real reason and the only reason should be the player safety thing. That's it. And because the quality of games is shit, because again, you're asking these guys to play twice in one week when their bodies haven't recovered. That should be the end all. Like, who gives a fuck about little Timmy making his first trip to Lambeau? I don't give a shit about that. Sucks to suck, Timmy. This is your first life lesson. A lot of things happen. Plans are made. And then life shits on you. Congratulations. Now you know. (laughs) 
it's so true though it's right but it, it is amazing too the reason why i called out green bay and that was because and robert taylor saying imagine thinking green bay wisconsin is a destination LMAO. but like green bay with the immediate pandering to the fan base of like <laughs> look at how great we are we're sticking up for you guys because we know how much you want to come to green bay in week 16 so come on out to green bay uh who's our quarterback don't worry about that listen here's the thing please come please continue to come to these games because can we sell you on the last three years of jordan love ah well we'll try anyway come on down to lambeau <laughs> Also, uh, Matt Stanton deserves a rap air horn for this one. He said the Miami versus Cincinnati Thursday night game was a real knockout. Oh. <laughs> it's a good joke. That's a good joke. It's, it's messy. It's messy. It's not. I mean, it's, it could have gotten way worse. Uh, that that could have been way worse. But listen, uh, so we might end up seeing this, guys, if they can sway the Broncos and who else did I say? Who was the other one that didn't vote? The Panthers. The The Broncos and the Panthers are basically going to decide whether or not Thursday night games get flexed. Caesar, you're awfully quiet about this. Are you cool with Thursday night games getting flexed? No. It's fucking ridiculous. One, they're taking away the attention that we should give our middle school athletes. And then two. Um, he couldn't say it with a straight face. He couldn't hold it. <laughs> he tried. He tried. Because my friends would play like on Thursday nights and would be like, fuck, bro, but we could go to Buffalo Wild and watch Thursday night football, but no hitters is playing, bro. Like, what the fuck do we do? We go to Buffalo Wild and watch the game. We just told our <laughs> friends that we were busy. Boy, that's one. So you got to distract. That's one factor. We got to keep the kids, like, game sacred. We can't take away the games for the kids. We already took away their Saturdays essentially during December. And then we took two, away their Saturdays since September. Like, no, what are you talking about, man? No, I'm talking about like college football. Like when the NFL does that bullshit on Saturdays in December. Oh, right. I thought you were – okay, got you. I'm on board. And then, again, player safety. Like, bro, damn your tours ACL on fucking Sunday. Now you want them to actually tear it on Thursday. And if you really look at the slate last year – most of those games are fucking Broncos games. I, the Broncos just fucking sucked. I think that's the thing. You need more, uh, like, okay, I know, like, every team plays one Thursday night game. You just need to make better matchups on those Thursday night games. Like, just make every Thursday night game an interdivision game, uh, and, and it should I, fix a lot of the issues. Like, granted, you're going to have some crappy yeah. games, but... I don't understand, too, why the owners who are like, nah, fuck y'all motherfuckers, we don't want to pay guaranteed contracts, are also like, yes, but we'll risk our assets, which you guys are, by making you play two times a week. Like, what? Like, that seems kind of ass backwards. Like, they don't want to pay them, but they also want to force them to, like, potentially get injured more. Like, I don't know. night game between the Cowboys that. and the Panthers last year was boring as fuck because, again, the pa- the Panthers, my bad, the Titans. Because the Titans rested fucking everyone, and the game still ended up being decent because the Cowboys are the Cowboys, and they play up to their opposition. But, again, Derek Henry didn't play. Ryan Tannehill didn't play. That whole fucking team didn't play because, again, it was on a fucking Thursday. 
it's the uh, ideal it, thing to do is get rid of the whole where thing. I feel like we just need to do away with Thursday night football. Yeah, like, I get the idea. We we've we we're, we tried it. It's nice that the NFL gets three nights out of the week and we get football three nights. Out of but the it week. just doesn't uh, make sense. It's not feasible, man. The only the only way a team should play on Thursday night is if it's sandwiched in between buys. Like that's the only way that 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 makes sense to play on a Thursday night from a player health perspective. Like, yes, if you're coming off of a buy and then going into a buy, but it's there's no way to schedule that. It, like it can't it can't it works happen. for Cowboys fans because we usually get our Thursday night game before Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so like it's never been a real big complaint for me, but I'm not every team jared said i will also say the monday night matchups most of the season if i yes booty look there was just a lot of shitty football last year oh they don't don't flex the 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 monday night football yeah like these pre-scheduled ones really i mean it's been do you remember when like and it's probably just us thinking fondly but it seemed like the monday night matchups used to always be good they haven't been they were, like consistently good for a long ass time like, those monday night matchups were like the best the best part of the week like it was yeah. the game that you had to, that was must see tv game of the week regardless of your, if your team was playing like it was right. and it was always epic like it was always some not jerry rice type shit like like now it's like you get these Monday night games and it's just like, eh, and like there's nothing. I I never watch Monday night unless the Niners play. But even if I didn't, there's never a Monday night game that draws me in. It's always just like, oh, fake hype on this BS matchup. Here's the thing. I'm gonna talk uh, more. The uh, Morgan Man Sports Podcast. Shout out Morgan Man Sports co- uh, Podcast from Belly Up Sports. Said just give the Falcons someone else to play on Thursday besides the Panthers. Give me Bucks or Saints against the Falcons. I think that's the problem. Here's here's the underlying issue to Thursday night football and Monday night football in in general. It's the only game being played on that day, so it doesn't matter. There's no incentive to have it be a good game. Because we're going to watch it anyways. Like, it'll be complete dog shit. It'll be an awful matchup. We know it's going to be a terrible game. And we will all sit down and watch it because it's the only game that's on. So, like, the NFL has us by the balls until we as fans start, like, turning off the TV. But I have. That's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I haven't watched Monday Night or Thursday Night Football. Sands and Niners, like, matchup in one of those contests in years. It doesn't matter. Here they are trying to add more and switch it around. That's, like, they don't that's give a you, shit. Scott. That's one. We need like all of the fans. We can't just like you and I turn it off and then all of a sudden the NFL is like, wait a second. Did Scott and Mike <laughs> not watch Thursday Night Football? We got to rethink this whole fucking thing. We need everybody to do well, it. Everybody's got to get on board with this. Like we get, so let's, can we start it? Well, like, you know what? You know what this is? No, 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 no. You know what this is? And, and hey, I'm all on board. I was always on board. But this is just like back in elementary school. Hey, guys, they can't dock us all for not doing the homework if we all just don't do the homework. So, hey, everybody, hey, 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 don't do the homework. Don't do the homework. And then you come in the next day, and the fucking nerds who agreed to the pack the day before did the goddamn homework, and you're assed out. That's that's what this is. We're all not going to watch the NFL on three, right? 
All right, you motherfucker. <laughs> you son of a I got so scared. I would get so scared because I'm like, but what if nobody else does it? I should do it just in case. I should do it just Dude, in case. Do I'll you just know how, do you know know how many it. times I came in the next morning like, yeah, guys, we're going to get them. Oh, shit, you all did it. Somebody give me their homework so I can fucking get this shit done. Oh, my God. Too many times to count is, is how many. Too many. Because And I was always like, you bitches. Like we fucking, I didn't learn my lesson. I was always trying to make that same pack. I was that, I was that into the cause. I'm like, they cannot stop us all if we work together. All right, on three, and I'm the only one who steps forward and gets shot in the face <laughs> every fucking. See, time. I was the one that was like, "Yeah, guys, me too. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn it in either." And then like <laughs> the teacher would be like, "Does everybody have their homework?" And nobody would stand up. And then I'd be like. <laughs> and I just slide it onto the desk and then everybody be like, God damn, Berlon. Holy shit, everybody joining us from Asheville, North Carolina right now. Uh, even though we gave him the night off, uh, there's been comments asking where he was. Mookie's here. What's up, man? What's up, man? What's up, dudes? Uh, I'm Echo and Terrible Wi-Fi. Looking wife. Uh, yeah. in a flat and a flat brim hat, hat turned to the side like he's somebody else. Looking like a Silicon Valley investor. I'm out here making moves, bro. Come on. <laughs> Don't be hating. Don't be hating. Hey, let him let him and tell you about his investment opportunity in the app he just created. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're going to blow up. You've heard of Lime Nine. It is going to be on point. I promise. Uh, no, I just wanted to, to pop in and say hey. That's my guy. Oh, and Caesar with the green. What's up, my fellow kids? What's up, my fellow kids? We went there last night. Hello, Fukio. No, but we're we're just back from dinner. Did a serious bar crawl last night. Hit up like four different breweries. Checked into a whole bunch of beers. So we're taking it easy tonight. But want to make sure I said hi and mostly just to prove I could do this. Like. I'm connected to my computer at home and my laptop here. What? Mookie, I'm hearing the echo. Mookie, I'm hearing the echo. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Mookie, I'm going to kick you out of the stream. I love you, man. Enjoy your vacation. All right, but Gabe, we did go to Green Man, got two great IPAs. Check them out. I'll see you boys later. All right, love you, buddy. See ya. That's my guy. That's my guy. Oh, my God. I hope it gets hammered or more hammered, I guess. Okay, so I got to tell you, uh, for those of you listening, uh, watching now, listening to the podcast later, Mookie did send in like a bunch of beer reviews, and I am absolutely cutting them up. And we're going to post that as some supplemental content because you can see, you can pinpoint the moment where Mookie's brain shuts off at, at last night, where he is just mixing <laughs> beer types. He is hammered. And at one point, boom, the switch goes off. The words start getting slurred. It is amazing. And I, I can't wait to edit that video and post it. Um, but that was is exactly it- why I told Mookie, take the week off, man. There's no sense. Uh, calling in because immediately pretty awful. Frozen in no, that was that was some dog shit. That was some hard dog shit. My guy's oh, on vacation. 
He came in with the flat brim hat turned to the side. That was my favorite part. Like, fuck the echo. You always know Mookie's going to have technical glitches, but he came in looking like a 20-year-old a, a bro who's hanging oh, out but back the thing in is, college. don't dress like, like that anymore. <laughs> well, no, but that's, a, no, no, but that's, but so that's me? what I... That's what I'm saying, though. Like, he thinks he looks cool and he shows up back on campus like, hey, guys, what are we doing? And he's wearing that fucking hat. And they're like, look, it's just a fucking old ass but to dude. Me, my like, hat ends up he's fucking creepy. after like a round of golf because I'm fucking tired of like sucking dick the whole 18. Whoa, also, whoa, whoa. I, I thought you were playing oh, golf. No, no. I, yeah, I did you not hear me finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'll be eating my food. I heard I that like, you were sucking dick <laughs> for 18 holes at the 18 holes. Jared said Mookie looked like a small, rich town drug dealer. (laughs) That's a wealthy business. Mookie is 69 Jump Street. (laughs) Uh, Tyson pointing out dynamite drop-in as always. (laughs) Uh, One more football story to get to, guys. Uh, This is huge news. Big, big news, everybody. After three years, Joe Burrow has finally been named the favorite Cincinnatian in the city beat uh, best of Cincinnati contest. Joe Burrow, after three years of being the Bengals quarterback has finally upset Fiona, the hippo and is now the reigning favorite Cincinnatian in the city beat contest. That's it. Joe Burrow is going to be a Bengal for life. I am sure the one thing that he was worried about when he was going to sign his extension was, are we going to upend this hippo? Am I going to finally take control of this favorite Cincinnatian contest? And he did. Joe Burrow is the favorite Cincinnatian. Scott, did you vote for Joe Burrow in the city beat contest? Was, was Fiona for the last three years? Like, was she the, Fiona was the, Cincinnati for the last five years. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Sometimes I fucking... hate the city so much it hurts. Like, what? <laughs> the favorite person was a fucking hippo. Was a hippo. <laughs> Wasn't Harambe from Cincinnati? Harambe was, but Harambe died. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it just clicked in my mind that he's from there. Did he ever win? Or like a post communist uh, no. victory? Harambe did not win favorite Cincinnati, into my knowledge. That's uh, fucking um, crazy. Tyson said Fiona was robbed. Sarah said he beat out a hippo. This is where we're at in the city of Cincinnati, that for five straight years, they voted and named a hippo favorite Cincinnatian and Joe Burrow, the guy who led them to... That's the craziest thing. This wasn't after he led them to the Super Bowl. This was after he lost in the AFC Championship. They finally were like, we should throw Joe a bone. We're going to vote for no him. Standards. <laughs> what the hell, man? Bro, Fiona has a Wikipedia page. Fiona's got like everything, dude. I think you could get a cameo from Fiona. I am pretty what sure. What the fuck you is she doing? <laughs> is that your hippo impression? I don't know what, what the they do. I know it? they roar, but. What? Yeah, they roar. They have them crazy ass jaws that go like that. Like yeah, but they don't here. roar. Like they're not yeah, like. They do. I promise you, they. I roar. can't. You were. You were like. These sounded like death. You're like. <laughs> like I think it was like a cross between a seal and and something, but it wasn't a hippo. <laughs> Hippos roar. Then they, they fart too. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they fart, but I've never heard a hippo roar. Like just because they open their mouths real wide doesn't mean they're like spitting game. Bro, she's fucking trademarked. Like she's copyrighted. Fiona the little R, the hippo. Dude, it's a Fiona is big business. Like fight like uh, Fiona. Whitey, 
Whitey pulling out. Fiona has a goddamn book. Uh, yeah. Sarah saying and an ice cream flavor. And Tyson correcting Whitey saying she has several books. There's been several books written about uh, Fiona the hippo uh, that uh, like most of the. Is this like Little Sebastian from Parks and Rec? It might be worse than Little Sebastian. Very, very likely worse than. Oh Little my Sebastian. God, Fiona gets the sniffles. <laughs> Fiona plays soccer. She's playing against a fucking seal. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna get the hippo bucket. Fritz and Fiona. I think I might have Fiona fever. You're uh, so you're all on board now. You're voting for Fiona next year. Yeah, in dude, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm voting for fucking y'all. Uh, Sarah pointing out she sells art. That's the other thing they do. Get they'll, the fuck out of here. How does she do they'll art? Put, they'll put paint on her snout and then she touches a canvas and it's a like a there's a fucking snout. ornament. Yeah, there's a lot, man. Uh, Cincinnati Zoo. Whenever I go. To this crazy ass place, chili and hippos. What the fuck is Cincinnati? Up? What the fuck am I getting myself into? <laughs> You're getting yourself into the town that is currently leading the NL Central, currently leading the East in the MLS. There's a cookie cutter to make your cookies the shape best for you. Dude, I can't wait to take a picture with this fucking hippo. I love that you're just discovering how obsessed with Fiona this city was. Dude, like, they have masks, been... necklaces, cookie cutters. <laughs> like, where the fuck was this for Harambe? For Harambe? He saved a kid. Um, he did not. That's part of why he, he went down. Whitey said the moment she stops bringing in money, they'll Harambe her. <laughs> I mean, shit, say less. She'll become a meme, too. Uh, Sarah saying chili hippos and ice cream. That's what's wait. What, what about ice cream? Are y'all nasty at ice cream too, or what? Uh, graters. They go graters ice cream. It's okay. It's not. It's not great. It's it's fine. It's passable. Um, Biscuit also rightfully pointing out that hippos are killers. They're monsters. They uh, are. They're, they're crazy. Absolute, uh, how they, many they, killers have a Wikipedia page? Just Fiona. Dude, there exactly. was a while, there was a stretch there where a hippo from another zoo, Thomas the Hippo, I think he was in uh, San Diego, I uh, could be wrong on that one, uh, might have been actually maybe a zoo in Texas. The, his That hippo was writing love letters to Fiona the Hippo, and they were going back and forth like they were trying to... Was it Fritz? Make, no, Fritz is Fiona's oh. brother. Oh my God, I know way too much about Fiona. God damn it, man. It's because I'm looking at like her shit on the Cincinnati Zoo Megastore, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Fiona's hippo boyfriend. That's a Google, Sarah. What I think it was Thomas. Me? I'm pretty sure it was Thomas the, oh, the hippo. It's like uh, when the penguins get married. A lot of Parks and Rec fucking callbacks for me today. Fuck yeah, from San Antonio Zoo. Let's yeah, go. San Antonio, okay. Uh, it was Thomas. Was it Thomas yeah. the hippo? Uh, okay. Timothy. Timothy. Ah, I knew it was a T. What a uh, Tyson's saying he'll take you to the zoo to see Fiona. He's got a pass. You just have to pretend to be my son. That's I'll fine, get you bro. in. I'll get you in for free. I get guests because I paid for the the good pass, uh, not the cheap one. Where oh, you yeah, get yeah bro. Hey, I'm don't talk so about down. don't talk about the one that I paid for like this. You son of a bitch. Oh, you got a pass now because last time you used my guest pass. <laughs> I had a pass. Who is Fiona? Because we with? bought it. Look, look, Tucker. look. We bought the pass. Not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before for lights, right? It makes sense just mm, to buy the mm-hmm. pass because by the time you get done paying. Yep. Proceeded to use it not a single GD time the entire year. So they got us. But also it was definitely just the like most basic of the ones that the group one that didn't have 
like extra yeah. additional yeah. things. Like I wasn't gonna fucking pay additional for what? I didn't think I'd get back down there, and I didn't. I was <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all a racket. But hey, that being said, can we use your pass this week? Because spring break coming. Oh yeah, man! I got you. We'll get down to the zoo. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, Caesar, you're you're looking confused. Yeah. So as of November 17, twenty two, according to Ki Kiro Kiro seven, Hippo is meeting with Tucker, who so happens to be her stepfather. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like. I I think I I think I killed. I'm not a fan of. I know we're not. I know we're not there yet. But the Cubs are up eight to three, so you got your wish. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, it feels so good. Oh, that feels great. I only Listen. support winners. <laughs> I got to be honest, Scott. I have been terrified, like terrified. I am. I keep telling myself, trust the process. Trust the process. They can't win three games in a row. It's not going to happen. There's no way. And I put a lot of money on the Cubs to win this game. And if they – I was going oh, to – we're like five games into the season, and I was gonna have to do another deposit into DraftKings to keep this thing going. Whoo-wee. I'm just saying this is gonna help me break even. Okay, I feel good. I feel good now. Thank you. Well, you're you're good because I don't think the Reds are coming back in this one. No, I don't. I don't. Think so. Stuff, so uh, Caesar, you are breaking Tyson uh, Tyson's mind. He said, "Wait until Caesar finds out about Fiona and her stepdad." Uh, there, he just did. Uh, Gabe wants to know Bevo versus Fiona. Who wins in a fight? One of them has a fucking horn. The other one is like a barely adolescent hippo. Mind He's you, I'm scared of hippos more than I am of a cow. One of them has a horn, and the other one is a murderer, a certifiable crazy being. It's Fiona every time. To be fair, as much of a fan as I am of Bevo, I feel so bad for him when I see him run out of the tunnel. Because he's, like, so sedated and shit. I'm like, bro, this guy should be on a ranch. Yeah, he should. Uh, Live mascots in general are a weird thing. Matt Barr, he's saying, hey, boys, apologies for being late. Psychedelic Arcade West Coast IPA from Firestone Walker immediately taking it to bed. Um, and yes, yeah, Sarah rightfully pointing out Caesar hippos kill more people than uh, steers do. Yeah. So a hippo, I mean, a hippo would take down a steer. Is basically yeah, yeah. Bro, a fucking shotgun would take down a steer. <laughs> it takes. I mean, with the shotgun, you got to at least hit the hippo with like three of those bitches. Because after the first one, they still keep coming at you. Have you seen Red Dead Redemption when you shoot the bear once with a shotgun? Like, <laughs> the two, three times. Basing, so. basing life animal tendencies on Red Dead Redemption. Oh, is that a realistic game? You know, uh, yeah, it is. It the is. most just... unrealistic part about Red Dead Redemption is like when you get like the slow bullshit, and he's like, doof, doof, doof. yeah. I was just You're gonna say, the- I've never right? used bullet time to go hunting, so there's that. Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> a bow and arrow. Fellas, before we switch gears and get into our next topic, it is time. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this, uh, but you know what we're going to do right now? Sell out. That's right. Your boys got themselves a new sponsor, everybody. Uh, hit the air horn. Let's get excited because Craft Fruit Sports has <laughs> Sponsor to the show today, Caldera Lab. Listen, say goodbye to the generic face wash on your counter because Caldera Lab is here to save the day when it comes to your skin. Back by leading clinical trial where 9 out of 10 men experienced healthier and visibly improved skin, Caldera Lab has the tools to unlock your best first impression and confidence. Today, we've got an exclusive offer to our audience so you can try for yourself 
why so many men trust Caldera Lab for their skincare needs. Use the code CRAFTBREWED at calderalab.com. You get 20% off their best products. Scott and Caesar, you guys have been using some of this stuff uh, lately. Caesar's fist pumping. <laughs> well, <'cause, laughs> they, they, I'm not going to lie. Everyone got very lucky with my situation because <laughs> you're getting two with the price of one because you have my little brother. I have great skin off rip, but my eyes like were like looking pretty fucked. So I did what my was like I did their whole like morning fucked. routine. My skin was looking fucked. It really, it really was. I was stressing out a lot. So this came at the perfect time. So it's like a routine thing. So my morning routine, I had to apply the clean slate. They hit it with me right now. The Google Doc. You holding the clean? Yeah, yes sir. Yes sir. They they hit him in the Google Doc. It's a cleanser. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna Needs improvement. Well, I was in the deed, and a hand was on my face. And I'm like, oh wow, your skin's so great. Why did that happen? Caldera Lab. <laughs> so, anyways, in the morning, I wake up and I, I I use the cleanser, right? I take a shower, then I wash my face again because I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to my face. And then I use the base layer, which is like a moisturizer, like a moisturizing yeah. lotion. And then I apply sunscreen because it's fucking hot as shit in South Texas. Then at night, when it's time to go Mimi's, I shower again. And I add the, the clean slate cleanser again, and then I use their hydrating oil, which is like the good. And then it comes like a little droplet I put it in my hands. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to go on my face. I have the good. I do that shit. Fire. I wake up the next day feeling great. And they Scott, have this thing you. called the icon, which I'm probably going to add next because my that's eye the bags serum, are right? Get rid yes, of the. Sir. That's what I need. So that's what I'm getting. I got to get rid of the, the bags under the eyes. And I saw that eye serum, and I'm like, I'm, I'm in for that. Scott, you've been using the good, right? I have been using the good because it's the multifunctional serum. So I do the, the face wash before bed, put a little bit of this on, and I can already feel the old man marks smoothing up. That's... that's- Yes. That's where it comes in. Like I wasn't blessed like Caesar. Well, once upon a time I was blessed like Caesar, but the youth has faded away. And so these old man wrinkles and these anger lines much deeper than usual. But over the last 48 hours, <laughs> I've noticed that uh, they're, they're smoothing out and it's all because of uh, the good. Also, it smells, good. it smells good. Like I, I was a little bit shocked. Like it's all natural uh, oils and all that stuff. No, no bullshit fake ingredients. Like I know because the ingredients list is twenty miles long, and it's a bunch of words I can't pronounce. <laughs> and not just that too. So again, I'm not the only one using it. My brother uses it, and he was using a bunch of clean and clear and all like competitors bullshit. And he stayed breaking out forever. So I was like, look, bro, use it. Use some of Caldera Lab. They sent it to me. Well, I got to send by adjacent. Like, they didn't specifically send it to me, but I'm the intern, so they sent it to me. And he's like, all right, bet. So he's using it. And he's, his skin's clearing up. I would bring him in, but he's at, like, SAT prep. So I can't bring him all in right. to show you his face. Let's but it's get clearing some, up. It looks amazing. Let's get some before and after pictures that we can post uh, on, our, Ooh, on our Twitter yeah, I need that. Uh, to show season. Don't worry. Brother. I'll get some more yeah. anger lines here for my kids. That I was going to say, yeah, we've <laughs> – we need the, to keep – The anger lines get a workout daily. So, you know, I'll constantly have to put the good on them for the rest of my life the way this is going. <laughs> Uh, so listen, if you want smooth skin like Caesar's brother or to get rid of those anger lines like Scott, Caldera Lab has you covered. Get 20% off with our code CRAFTBREWED at calderalab.com. It's 20% off at calderalab.com. C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com. Use the code CRAFTBREWED. Unlock your youthful glow and be ready for summer with Caldera Lab. Fire. 
chill out. Damn it, Joe. Time that better. Joe's listen. It's been a while since Joe had to find the wheel. I'll have a shout out. I gotta shout someone out for this. Shout out Stacy Kriebler. Shout out to the WWE wrestler Stacy Kiebler because she founded this shit. And again, she's a WD Hall of Famer as my boy Ray Mysterio. So shout both of them out. I had to. I did. Uh, yes, yeah, Caesar. Uh, Caesar did his research and, and mentioned that before the show, and I was blown away that that was the case. Um, all right, fellas, let's uh, shift gears here. Let's uh, see where we're going next. We're going with this Angel Reese drama, Masters Week talk, or a Rose Arena. Let's see what the wheel has for us. Oh, snaps. It's baseball time. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. All right, boys. Uh, Randy Arena. if you don't know, went viral during the World Baseball Classic. Like, that man had himself a tournament. He was exactly what the World Baseball Classic needed. At one point, dude robbed a home run and then just stood there with his arms crossed it's at so the fence. Hard just flexing it was the baddest ass thing do that again caesar because that was exactly what he did <laughs> he's a being adjacent like me bro it's so badass he's not really he's cuban he's a that's he's what i'm a saying Mexican being adjacent guy, but uh <laughs> being being adjacent. Adjacent. <laughs> like if my mom wasn't full bean then like i'd be like bean right but i'm being adjacent uh he so he is like the guy that we should all be pulling for because he is showing this crazy thing that we don't see from baseball players, a thing called personality. It's bizarre. And this weekend, opening weekend, a Rose arena hit a home run and literally during his home run trot before he got to third base, he stopped and he did oh my arms cross pose again. Nice. Yes. What a fucking, who does he play for? Plays Tampa for Tampa Bay. Fuck, I wish he played for a cooler team. <laughs> I was about to commit my fandom to wherever he was at. I was hoping he said Mariners, but no. I, I was just going to say how great it would have been if he played for Seattle and Caesar was completely uh, yes. unaware of that fact until the justice moment. It hit us at the see us rise. Yeah, yeah rise. bro. Fucking see us rise. Y'all aren't ready for the tides this year, bro. The tides going to be too crazy for y'all. We're gonna see us rise and fucking drown all of you. It's gonna be a crazy season. See us, see us rise and drown all of you. But it's time, bro. It's getting there. I see it. As like, where it comes at. What an, <laughs> what an intimidating slogan. See us rise while we drown all of you. <laughs> hey, if they need a marketing person, I didn't get the degree in marketing, but I'm great at talking shit. Oh my god. <laughs> See, you know what you would be great at in all honesty? Uh you would be absolutely fantastic at running some team's Twitter account. Like th- that I feel like that is a job created just for you. You don't you don't do a great job running our Twitter account. You kind of bailed on that. But no, it's somebody because, else's like, Twitter the, account. The you would be fantastic. Like, what was I posted a tweet? Like, you can't see me during the fucking women's. Like, hey, there's, all, there's all this baseball going on, man. Step uh, up. Step up the game. Uh, that sounds more like a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll do like a week's worth of like my recap in Major League Baseball this week. And like my. Like, there's my no Vince reason to Scully talk like that. That seemed hateful. And like my Vince Scully fucking accent. Vince Wait, Scully is all your fans. That was your Vin Scully impression? I don't know. I've only heard him like twice and then those are like in movies. Wow. I'm 
I'm offended by that. Yeah. Like that that's an offensive statement, Caesar, that you've only heard Vin Scully twice. I mean, I didn't watch baseball growing up. And I still don't are rightfully calling you out saying the intern doesn't want to do the bro. I shut up the military earlier today. I'm drinking a fucking military beer. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) I see what it is. Well, fucking military. I'm back on my bullshit. Defund them. (laughs) Scott is a Rosarina, the hero we need. He's the hero we need, but more importantly, the hero we deserve. Like, how do I get him to Seattle? If baseball. Well, no, because you're not running, you're not playing MLB the show. There's nothing you can do to get him to Seattle. <laughs> Absolutely not. But petition? Like, yeah, I mean, you can petition all you want. It's not going to change the fact that baseball economics and Tampa Bay has the rights to him. So, you know, no, there's no, there's no getting him to Seattle unless Tampa Bay decides they're going to trade him. But either way, uh, more of this, please. Like, and we saw it on the World Baseball Classic. We've seen it, you know, time and time again. I mean, you know, I, it, it, I mean, it doesn't suck to say, but like Latin American baseball players bring the heat. They bring yeah. the flair. They bring yeah. the excitement to the fucking yeah. game. Like, I, I mean, we just need more of it. Like, I, I love that, you know, Randy Rosarena's out here throwing his, throwing his arms up and doing things like that. Like, why not? And, and couple that with the two and a half hour game times yeah. we're getting. Baseball yeah. is back, baby. Yeah, hey, Tiger ain't back, but baseball, baseball is back. I'm telling you, this motherfucker, like, I'm only partially joking with this because I've had more people tell me that they've watched baseball in the last two weeks than in probably the last 10 years, all because of everything speeding up and everything. So at least in the, the micro, the, the rules changes and the, the, the propaganda is working. Well, here's and this is what I feel like we're at an inflection point with baseball. Like we have made the jump to say, okay, we get it. The games are too long. We're going to speed this shit up, right? We're going to get these games down to two and a half hours. It's going to be great. There's no bullshit in between. This pitch clock is keeping people from wandering around the mound and batters adjusting their batting gloves for 10 minutes in between pitches. Like we are now all the fluff is cut out. It's just the game, right? So this is where the league needs to step in and go, by the way, also, all of that unwritten bullshit, it's done. It's out of here. Let these guys have fun. Like all of that, that that talk about let the players play, let the kids play. Now let's actually do that. Let's let personalities show through for the first time in this fucking sports history. Like let's let these guys do what they do in the World Baseball Classic. It works. Yes. People love the World Baseball Classic. And the reason why is because the guys have personality. They celebrate home runs. They jump out of the dugout and run and meet guys at home plate just like you did in Little League. Like, at the end of the day, it's a fucking game. Play the game. Like, just have fun with it. Stop all this bullshit about, well, you got to do it this way. You got to do it the proper way. This is how it is. No, bunt to break up no hitters. Fucking uh, pimp home runs. Bat flips. Like, all of the stuff that would get you hit previously that guys are afraid to do. It's done. Get it out of the game. Yo, because this just, is where turn this, just turn this into real life Griffey baseball and we'll be fine. Like we, we all love playing Griffey baseball back in the day. Like it doesn't matter if you played it on the super Nintendo 64. However, you got your Griffey baseball, that arcade sim lifestyle where it was just mm. fictional and fictional enough to be like insane, but like fun. Like it made 
watching baseball actually fun. And you translated that from the game into the real thing. And it's like, this, this doesn't really vibe, but like you, you watched baseball because you played the games. Like, just make it like that. Matt Barr pointing out the World Baseball Classic always gives a bump to baseball's personality. And then by June, it's crushed by ding-dongs that want baseball to be boring. And that's what I'm afraid of. Like right now, Randy Rosarina is pipping a home run and stopping and flexing Although, on his way to third base. And by Tyson June, makes, he's going to Tyson makes a good. Tyson makes a good point. We don't want that type of – we don't want that, that type of personality. Like – you want your personality, but we don't want you going all tie cob with it. Like if you're if you're a pure racist at heart, maybe keep that shit buried. Like don't don't can bring that up. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can Google tie cob racist. Oh, bro, pictures in black and white. <laughs> well, yeah, and and, and, and you know what? 1886. Well, well not only years after the American Revolution. I gotta like, be honest. If I if there's somebody born in 1886, I'm more surprised if they're not racist. Yeah, that's, oh. that's the curveball. Also, Ty Cobb was so racist that he hates that his pictures are in black and white. Like that's how <laughs> racist this motherfucker was. Race card. Is there anything wrong if I get an Orasorena Mariners jersey? No. Yeah, I mean, it just look weird. Yeah, but <laughs> it's my favorite. He's never it's, played for the it's team. My, it's my favorite team adjacent and my favorite player. My favorite team adjacent. <laughs> you know what? That's a great question, Caesar. How come more people don't do that? How come more? Because it looks fucking dumb. I'll be honest. Player and yeah. the because <laughs> it looks fucking dumb. I was just gonna say, how weird would you look wearing just a, a Mike Trout Reds jersey? Like what the? <laughs> Dude, that sounds so fire. I'm gonna do that. I'm going to get a Nitro Astros jersey. A Shohei Otani Reds jersey and just be like, listen, I can dream, can I? This would be great. He oh, shit. Why did he waste his career there? Hey, when these motherfuckers come in wearing the Magic Johnson Bulls throwback, I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. You see that shit, son? Magic never, is- Matt never even threw up an assist there, but he's got that, that, that Chicago. Man, alternate universe, that's just fire. I feel like it's it, it's such a cool thing that could slide in baseball because no one really cares. No, you get the fuck out of here. No, see, see, that's at the heart of the all. You want to take shots. Get fucked. See, I was on board. I was on board until you hit us with the yeah, nobody cares because it's baseball. No, I mean, like, if I take yeah, okay. Here's how I end Mariners jersey right. or I'm a fucking go. Tony no. Romo Eagles jersey. I'm going to get shot on for the Eagles jersey <laughs> than I would for the fucking Mariners jersey. Yeah, you're right. So I'm just going to go get me a uh, Patrick Mahomes Texas jersey. You cool with that? I'm just going mean, to rack that shit And we own Texas. Oh, so that's oh, fine. oh, okay. All right, fine. Then, uh, like, oh. Who- Kyler Murray Texas would be more fitting. Well, maybe I'll get a, Sam Bradford, uh, Texas too. Who who at AM pisses you off? Let me let me get somebody from AM that the pisses you off. The fucking dog pisses me off. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. I'm gonna find somebody from AM and rock that Texas jersey. Be like, oh man, I just really respect the player. That's different though, because that's a school. <laughs> oh, that's different. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Here you come. Matt Barr saying he's getting a Griffey Mets jersey just because. <laughs> I love this. I love the idea of alternate reality jerseys where it's just your favorite player on your favorite team and fuck it, just roll I'm with gonna it. I'm going to get a fake act, one. When people fuck question you, a fake Mariners the best jersey. would be when people question you and they're like, 
why do you have a Griffey Mets jersey and you turn it on them and just gaslight the shit out of them and be like, you don't remember when Griffey played for the Mets and then they walk away questioning their entire I life? Was, you read my mind. I was like, imagine how gaslighting many people. Yes, I'm imagine so how down. many people are looking at you and they're like, they're second guessing their shit. They're like, I know baseball, but like, did did Griffey play for the Mets? Like, hey, 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 bring that up on your phone. Like, Google that. Because I want to make fun of this motherfucker, but for, I'm doubting myself. Can you like, check baseball reference real quick? What's the what's the bars in this place? Because I got to find out if Griffey played for if, the Mets. What if you go for, like, the deep cuts, though? Because, like, I always maintain that, like, just to fuck with them. And, like, just just because people, like, barely know the story. I always wanted a Terrell Owens Ravens jersey. Because you remember when, for, like, less than 24 hours, the Niners traded him to the Ravens, but then he was like, I ain't going there, and they reversed the trade and shit, and Niners got compensation, and he ended up with the Eagles. But, like, nobody remembers that. But So, like, I want, like, real obscure jerseys, like, as bad as it sounds, and, like, it's awful, but, like... uh, a, a, a rice jersey from when he played for the Broncos. Like he was just in training camp for the Broncos. Like, oh shit, look at that Jerry Rice throwback. Like, damn, that's hot. But it would be, you know, a throwback to the Terrell Davis Broncos jersey. So, like, you know, a modern jersey with an oldest fuck player. Like, that's what I want. Just some real obscure shit that actually did happen. But to mind people like that, because so you're saying you're saying you want a Dennis Rodman Dallas Mavericks. Right, yeah, just like <laughs> the, the era that people forget, like like a real popular player, but with a jersey that you're like, oh shit, that's right, they did play. Like it doesn't even work for like Jordan and the Wizards, right? Because like everybody remembers that. Right, shit. right. Like it's got to be more it's like Carmelo and the Hawks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Just some random ass team that you're just like, oh yeah, man, I, I fucks with them. He played. I'm gonna get an Arasol in a Mariners jersey. I'm going to do it. Like, I'm actually going to do it. How long it takes China to ship it to me? I don't know, but I'm going to have it. (laughs) Sarah pointing out it's not as fun now with Google. Back in the day with card catalogs, that would have been great. There are so many people trying to hurt me in the chat right now. There are so many people trying to hurt me. I'm not doing it to you, Scott. Didn't Justice play for the Yankees? No, excuse me. Just stop. But it came on the movie. But just stop. Like that's why they got him to the athletics because he was know, super expensive. Just, just stop. Just we're we're just gonna leave it there. Like these these people in the chat are just trying to get to me. Like they, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. David Justice was my first ever favorite player, man. Like that's just did David Justice did play David for the Braves? Play for the Braves. Is that yeah. a sentence yeah. that just he, came out? He might have. He yeah, might have signed a one day contract. He, my only memory of the guy is fucking Moneyball. Oh my God. Oh my God, Scott. We have reached a point in our lives where David Justice is known to these kids from Moneyball. More oh so than I'm a non-baseball guy. I promise you there's some other 22, 23-year-old that's all baseball obsessed, or at least a baseball casual, because I'm not even a casual, that knows that David Justice played for the Braves, Indians, Yankees, and Athletics. And that he was the annual rookie in 1990 and was a three-time All-Star, and that he was raised Catholic. <laughs> and then he was raised Catholic. Actually, I was today years old when I learned that he was raised Catholic. It's not just that. <laughs> he attended Covington Latin High School. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 
All right, boys, let's go uh, to the wheel. Let's see what else we got. We're either going to be talking uh, some of this Angel Reese drama and some basketball, or we're going to be talking golf. I hope for your sakes that it lands on basketball. Oh, God. It <laughs> did. Boom, shakalaka. Spared some masters talk, at least for a yeah, little bit. Uh, Scott, you mentioned it at the beginning of the show. I was just going to say, that's what most people usually know David Justice for, is the dude who hit Halle Berry. But, you know, like, God. you're the first person who I ever heard is like, oh, that dude from Moneyball. Oh, yeah, because he was like, I'm not going to go there. He's like, look, bro, the Yankees don't even fucking want you. You're going to come here or you're not. Like, make up your fucking mind. I uh, I do love uh, David Justice in Moneyball uh, when he when he has the conversation with Chris Pratt uh, and he's like, what, "What are you most afraid of?" And Chris Pratt's like, "That the balls hit anywhere in my general direction." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, that's funny, man." But seriously, what are you afraid of? He's like, "That the balls hit anywhere in my general direction." <laughs> I mean, it's true. Former, I mean, let's be real. Former Red Scott Hatterberg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How, how awful would you feel if like that was your portrayal on the big screen? Like there's, if you're a baseball player, there's like a, there's, there's less of a chance that a movie is made about your life as a baseball player than you actually becoming a baseball, like a major league <laughs> baseball player. And yet Scott Hatterberg's portrayal suggests you'd be like, ah, oh, man, I'm, I really wish I was never in a fucking movie. Like I, I really be wish honest, I Scott Hatterberg is probably like this is dead on balls accurate. Like I, I can't even <laughs> hate on this because I mean I, if it is and he's okay with it, fine, but like you know how they dramatize shit, so it's like, oh man, that didn't even fucking happen. Like I was scared of some shit, but not the ball being hit at me. Damn, that's that did me dirty. <laughs> You know, though, that dude is Scott Hatterberg is all pumped up now because he's got like Marvel superheroes that that played him in a movie. Like he gets that's to point true. back and be like, Star Lord played me. Like that's yeah. pretty badass. I, I would definitely be walking around with that on my head. Like Tyson yeah, wants I, to know before we shift to basketball, is baseball the worst sport that has the best movies about it? Uh, I refuse to answer that question. Probably because boxing is a pretty cool sport. So is basketball and Space Jam's a great movie. Space Jam's a great movie. I'm surprised Caesar didn't go Space Jam 2 on that one. I thought for no, sure. No, no, I, dude, I would, his wheel so I'm a big movie watcher by myself. Like I'll go to the movies on Tuesday night, like and I'll watch a movie by myself. Space Jam was one of the worst like five dollar regrets I have. <laughs> All right, let's let's switch up and talk basketball. Before we talk Angel Reese, Gabe wants to know serious sports question: Is UConn a blue blood, guys? They I gotta be honest. Be. I they was are. so disappointed when it. All I keep thinking when about UConn, is our boy celebrating somewhere. That's what. That's really why I'm me. disappointed. Like I can't. Be like, like how far do you think he it. walked after that national title? Like from wherever he was <laughs> going to his destination. Where? How far did Christian, Christian go? Former intern Christian is somewhere just walking along by himself. Like he's still walking right now, there. right? He hasn't stopped walking since the championship happened. Since it hits the clock hit zeros, Christian has still been walking. Somewhere. It is it is hard to argue against UConn as a blue blood. Like they are with what that team has well, done. Five what that has done. They're five and zero oh in finals. Like. It's hard to say they're not a blue blood. Like every time they've gotten there, they've won it. And that means 
in the LeBron versus Jordan debate, that means Jordan's the GOAT. So that means UConn's got to be in consideration. They got to be up there because they've never lost in a championship game in the history of the school, and it hurts my soul. I hate that a Big East team won it and it wasn't Xavier. I yeah. hate that all year next year, That's every time sell, Xavier man. plays UConn, it's going to be National like, championship, UConn. Yeah, that, man, yep. that sucks, dude. It's not fun. It's not fun. Also, can we just talk about how UConn had perhaps – the easiest path to a title of any team in the history of the sport. Caesar, you're you're rolling your eyes. You don't think they had an easy path to the title? No, because everyone was like Campom top twenty. No way! Like if you look at what they their path, they started off with what Iona, and then they didn't play the uh, the best team. They played the rest of the way was Gonzaga. They, uh, they trashed season. Gonzaga, then they trashed Miami, who was on a fucking eater. Like they played great, but Miami was fool's gold. Miami, your point, Miami was just on a heater. They were that that was just the Cinderella story eventually had to run out. Like UConn had easily the easiest path, I think, to the the championship. There, I don't know how that could be debated. Like, just from like seeding, right? Like, is that like if we just look at that, like a national championship has never played lower seeds on the way to a title than UConn did, right? I would, I would, I don't know for sure. Well, I mean, it, it has to be the case because yeah, because no, the first, the first right, no number one was twos or threes in it. So right. like it, ha- it, it would have yeah, just, to, just yeah. by that, it means they've had the easiest path. Like if you just go off of seeding, not, but not then quality of team. Seeding, you, it brings up this debate of, of exactly that seeding. Cause A&M was super like under seeded SDSU, I believe was under seeded. They had a great year. You could even say UConn was underseeded had they not had their dogs in January. Like, seeding, it's like a tricky thing. I mean, it's March Madness for a fucking reason. No, no, no. I mean, I get you, but I'm just saying when you look at just the, the numbers and you just look at based on seeding period, like that's your only qualification, not worrying about actual quality of teams. Just, hey, here's how these teams were seeded. Okay, I get you now. Like, yeah, like, like yeah, 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 no yeah. other team has had an easier route just based on the seeds of the teams that they've had to play to get there. Like, which I, I personally, I, I mean, hey, I'm not taking anything away from UConn. I'm taking UConn's everything still- away from them. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't know. Fuck them. I'll take it all away. This is a bullshit cakewalk. They, there, it's a, a paper championship. It's all bullshit. Fuck it. Go ahead, hang your banner. It doesn't count. I when it comes, I had this. I I felt this way about the Eagles on the Super Bowl run where they played like their best win all year was a Dakless Cowboys, and I still believe that. But like UConn actually played like great teams. Yes, they I, did. They played Xavier I'm, twice. They did. That's true. <laughs> UConn, UConn had number 13, Iona, number five, St. Mary's, number eight, Arkansas, number three, Gonzaga, number five, Miami, number five, San Diego State. Okay, right. okay. And even yeah, – okay, so even if you take away the seeds, listen to the names of those yeah, teams. And only one, only one of those teams, and that's only within the last – what, 25 years you give Gonzaga? If you take out Gonzaga, all the other names of those schools, you're just like, Jesus, they didn't beat shit as far yeah. as college if, basketball, like powerhouse programs you, yeah. or traditional programs go. 100%. If you don't look at seating, just the names alone, Iona, St. Mary's, Arkansas, Gonzaga, Miami, San Diego State. Like, that's a that's a shitty resume. Does, like, say, say they had beat... Like Texas or fucking Kansas. 
say like Arkansas loses to Kansas and they play Kansas and they beat Kansas, or they beat or they instead of playing Miami, I'd give them more respect. If you beat Kansas, I'd give you a little bit more respect in the, in this run. But I don't like just looking at this. I'm like, who? If if this if this happened during the the start to the season, if UConn beat these teams to start the season, I'd be like. Who cares? You know, like they, they, these yeah, are no yeah, players. yeah. It would never, it would never matter. But how about somewhere Rick Patino's like, hey, he said and cut some kids. Living. I lost the eventual national championship, but you could be the difference in that. <laughs> you, come on, I, I bailed on those fucks at uh, at Iona, <laughs> but I won't bail on you. And I lost to the defending national, not we, not the team. Those losers <laughs> lost the game. But I, as a coach, was only out coached by the best team in the country. Because I'm Rick Patino. That's how I roll, baby. You should come to see I'm Rick Patino. Then <laughs> <laughs> let me finger blast you. <laughs> you should have done it the way I did it. I was like, I stormed the court against the national champs last year. <laughs> that was my cop out. Uh, switching to the women's tournament, Scott, you mentioned it at the top oh of the this Angel Reese drama is hilarious to me. If people want to say that women's basketball is not important, look no further than manufactured drama around Angel Reese celebrating in Caitlin Clark's face. Because if you missed it, if you've lived under a rock and you haven't heard any sports talk since Sunday, uh, LSU beat Iowa in the national championship game and Angel Reese taunted Caitlin Clark in the closing seconds. She hit her with the uh, John Cena, you can't see me, and then pointed to her ring finger to indicate we just whooped your ass and I won the ring. Uh, Caitlin Clark had done this several times. Everybody was all about it. Everybody gets all excited when a basketball player does this. It's Mamba mentality. And this is, oh, they're a real competitor. Except for this time. This time there was a problem with it. And uh, guys like Keith Olbermann and Twitter went crazy about how classless this was that Angel Reese would do that unprovoked even though they have no idea what the fuck was said during the entire game who knows what caitlin clark was saying danger reese through the whole game but they unprovoked that she would do this dude this was women's basketball has arrived it is here because we have manufactured dumb drama where people are upset about a celebration it's it's a sport it, you cannot downplay women's basketball anymore well, didn't Caitlin Clark do the "You Can't See Me" celebration yes. against some other team like prior? Yes. Like this, like it wasn't even. But of course, I know that the people who didn't tune in prior to the game and the championship had no idea. So the reaction, <sighs> it gets so exhausting, man. It gets so exhausting. People use so many words and so much mental gymnastics to just say. We don't like black people. Like, I just, it's so tiring. Like, everybody goes to their cheat sheets and they're like, all right, how, what, what's, the, what's the method here? What are we going with? We've worn out thuggish. We can't go there. They've seen through that. We, uh, we can't use the N-word. They definitely have seen through that. Uh, uh, classless. Oh, classes, that's a timeless one. I mean, it checks out. We haven't used yeah, she's classless. That that black that black basketball player, she's classless. She should show more sportsmanship. 
And it all comes full circle last week. We don't want to pay black people. We don't like <laughs> black people. Get your black asses out of our face. Whatever you're doing, you're not getting any props from the establishment because you're black. Just fucking say it, man. Race card. It might be a record. Might be a record for race card rap air horns that you've earned tonight, Scott. Uh, like it's just so tiring. Like seriously, you see all these people saying it, and then at the minute somebody points it out, it's like, oh well. I mean, I mean, I even got a question, my boy. Like we're we're out here talking about inviting the the runner up to the White House. That shit ain't never yes. been done. But all of a sudden, we yes, we might invite the runner up, and I'm like. Come on, in fairness, man. in fairness to your boy, it was more his wife that did that. Yes, yes, he, yes. You mentioned uh, Joe Biden was at the uh, Women's National Championship game and afterwards said, uh, obviously, we're going to invite LSU. That's a tradition. We will always invite the champion. But I think we should also invite Iowa because what a game and how far we've come since Title IX that, <laughs> that this is what we've got. And it's like, bro, you can't do that. <sighs> What bad optics? Like, if I'm Joe, I'm calling him like, bitch. Like, <laughs> you see what I'm trying to do out here? And it's all fucked up in the game. Like, everybody thinks we're, like, covertly racist anyway. And then you do this shit. Like, can you run this by me next time? Like, maybe wait till the next day to suggest that we're going to invite the fucking loser to the White House. Like, you're not the one who's got to stand up there and hold the jersey and, and explain to the media why we're inviting the runner-up. It's fucking me. Like, but, God Scott, damn it. But, but in all seriousness, though, like, let's, let's play this out. Let's say that they do invite Iowa, and LSU and Iowa oh, shows up to the White House at the same time. Man. Joe Biden holds up the, the jersey, the LSU jersey, and Angel Reese looks across the podium at Caitlin Clark and hits her with it again on national TV at the White House. Holy shit. The meltdowns that we would get would be epic. Absolutely I mean, epic. I mean, it would be great, but just also, like, why? Like, please, please don't do that. Like, just just don't. Like, no, no good comes from it. it. It ends up all poorly. Like, I'm sorry, George Kittle. This is the way it's got to be. Just no, no. <laughs> Gabe pointing out it's crazy that Angel Reese and Jordan Hawkins are cousins and both won championships this year. It is pretty crazy. Uh, Robert Taylor pointing out so the Rock and Roman Reigns are cousins and they both won multiple championships. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. What are you doing over there, Caesar? dude? The mosquitoes are fucking killing me, bro. I got a fucking bite on my hand and shit. What a crazy week they're having. Uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, bro. Fuck Vince McMahon. (laughs) Fuck fuck that old piece of shit, bro. We're on a... Dude, I hadn't seen wrestling. Yeah, (laughs) that guy. Fuck that guy. Hold on, oh no, my, no, 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 Vince McMahon. No, All my homies Vince hate Vince McMahon. No, 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 no. This is Vicente McMahon. <laughs> no, we don't claim him, bro. We don't is, claim him. This is not Vince. This is Vince McMahon's, uh, his evil twin. Vince <laughs> Dolph. <laughs> McHitler. <laughs> Vince Fuck that guy, bro. I was shows up. How about we split the difference at the White House? Look, ladies, sorry. 
we're we can't decide who we should invite, so we invite no one. But instead, we're gonna invite Vince McMahon to the White House <laughs> because we saw his stash this week, and we thought that's a championship caliber stash. Why did the why did you do the top half of it? <laughs> that's a great question. Nobody knows. We don't know why he decided to just do the bottom half of the mustache. Uh, it seems like he's just going, as Matt Barr pointing out, looking like he just tied a damsel to the railroad tracks. Oh. That's what Vince McMahon is going for. This, this is like, this is a choice. Like poor Linda. Looks, wait, hold on, Matt Barr is fucking yes. right now. He says he looks like he says Miscuzzi on trains in Italy. <laughs> and he looks like Bobby Valentine managing the match. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it's like like poor Linda. Linda Linda's the one who always suffers because everybody forgets. It's like, you know, Vince McMahon, oh, he's got all this hush money and he's doing all these horrible things. And Linda's just over here, you know, trying to be a fucking respectable politician trying to like live her life and vince is just the fucking clown show the consummate <laughs> clown show and she's stuck it out like she's fucking linda ronstadt over here she's fucking stand by your man to the extreme in this bitch. and like who who would not forgive linda if she was like you know what there's been a lot of bullshit that i've dealt with with vince over the years y'all have read all the news stories y'all have heard all the rumors but this right here this is fucking it I'm done. Like this look is the last straw. I'm fucking out. I don't give a shit what it means. I can't do it anymore. Robert Taylor saying Vince McMahon looks like he hates Dudley Do Right. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> Vince McMahon looks like the spokesman for that Komen hair dye just for men. And he said his upper lip looks like Rudy Giuliani's head in that press conference. <laughs> That bar says Vince McMahon looks like he's got a hot tip on the horse race coming up. It's a sure thing. Oh uh, Tyson saying Vince McMahon looks like my daughter after she ate a black marker. <laughs> oh my God. Like, it's seriously. So, it's so this man walked out of the house. Like, we thought it was peak, like, awkward Vince in that XFL press conference, that XFL redemption press oh, conference. Classic. And, and there's this. Like he one upped himself. He's like, y'all thought that was awkward. Well, no, Hold if you think second. about it, this is genius because you're coming out to announce that your company is being bought by Endeavor, who already has some questionable things going on because when the video came out of Dana White slapping his wife, Endeavor didn't say shit. So they've already got this like dubious kind of like we'll just say that they they lack a little bit of moral compass, right? So <laughs> if you're coming out and announcing that you who had to step away because of sexual assault and rape allegations, like you had to step away from your company are now coming back to the company to sell it to this other company who turned a blind eye to a guy slapping his wife on camera and just <laughs> rode with it. The best thing you could have done is showed up to the press conference looking like this because no reporter <laughs> asked a single question about Endeavor. That's an interesting choice given your past and given what they've dealt with with Dana White. Instead, the entire internet went, what the fuck is up with this dude's lip? And that was it. It was squashed. Nobody's talking about the sexual assaults. No 
nobody's talking about the race. Nobody's talking about Endeavor not punishing Dana White in any way. Everybody is talking about how Vince McMahon looks like this. This. He looks like this. I think that might be the best description of it all. Vince McMahon looks like this. There's no, there's no pun. There's no punchline. There's no joke. It's just Vince McMahon looks like this. Do you think he, he walked off his job too? Do you think he walked off camera, peeled that some bitch off with the, with <laughs> all the, the Elmer's glue still fresh on his lip, and he's like, "Wait till they talk. Wait till you hear him talking about that shit tomorrow." <laughs> Oh my god, it's, it's, dude! It's genius. It's genius. Oh, uh, it's absolutely genius. Um, all right, real quick before we get out of here, quick golf talk. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. Fuck. <laughs> it's Masters Week, boys, and that means Live Golf is invading the PGA's uh, turf. So we have Greg Norman. Uh, who was not invited to the Masters. He said last year he got credentials to walk the grounds, and this year they didn't send him anything. The Masters is like, fuck you, Greg Norman. You don't get <laughs> uh, But he is doing press rounds, and he said that if a live golfer wins the Masters tournament, which is likely not going to happen, but if a live golfer wins the Masters tournament, he said all 17 other live golfers are going to be on the 18th green celebrating with that man who wins. And now I want to see, I want to see Ryder cup style stuff. That's where the PGA is missing out on an opportunity to lean into this live golf split and make this a weekly Ryder cup. Like they are, they've banned these live golfers and instead they should be embracing them and having PGA versus live yeah, and yes. live like the NWO. And they yes, can thank come you. In. I was just going to say, this is legit coming off the heels of the wrestling thing. This is legit NWO. Like they yes. have a built in villain. I have yes. no idea why they aren't leaning into this. Exactly. What I was say earlier, when I said there was a WWE tie-in, but mine was more so survivor series where they had like, SmackDown versus Raw. They're like war games. Yeah. But instead they have fucking PJ versus Liv, who is the ultimate yes. golfing company. Yes, they it, they should absolutely do this. Uh, and they can put rules in place. Like there's already rules in place that if an amateur wins the Masters, they're not allowed to win the prize money. So they what? can put in place that says like live golfers aren't allowed to get the full buyout or the full purse. Like there's things that they can do to incentivize these guys to to still play and, and come to these tournaments and win and talk shit to the PGA. I just want full on wrestling style golf. Like that's yes. what that's if we talked yes, about what baseball needs series earlier. war games. Yes, we need golf to just lean into the WWE. And I need Tiger to run down the, the fairway at 18 with a fucking steel chair and just clap the shit out of one of his own teammates. Oh, my God. Tiger's joined Liv right here on the Masters. We will see you next week on the regular. Off the green jacket, and he's got the Liv golf logo on it. And the music plays as they go, dude. I would be so deep in the golf, you wouldn't believe it. I'm like, baseball. We're talking. Getty. Scotty Scheffler hits a putt on 18 to win the Masters, and the Tiger comes and just clubs him and pulls out. Oh no! Tiger's gone. Live. Tiger's gone. Live. 
My God, it's Tiger. He's got that left charge. I can't believe it. Dude, <laughs> golf would immediately become the number one sport in the nation. And then fucking Vince comes walking out with this shit on. <laughs> Looking like this. He pisses me off so much. He's ruining the fucking show. I think, I think I found my Halloween costume. I'm going to Spencer Halloween, y'all. Like, y'all remember this shit. And the best is because people are going to forget about it by then. Like, the news cycle, they're like, nobody's going to remember it. When you show up at a party looking like this, everybody's going to know you came as fucking Fitz McMahon. <laughs> And <laughs> that's the greatest who photo are, of all who, time. Who are you dressed up as? Uh, don't know about it. Vicente. He should have just. He should have just at least like shaved the upper white part, like oh. above the black. No, like, he should have done exactly what he did. It's, it's perfect. perfect. It's, it's perfect. It's the and best. Sarah sums this up perfectly. <sighs> Baseball, golf, talk. In summation, we need to string yeah, the yeah, OWG absolutely. out of all these sports. Absolutely. What a perfect way to put a bow on this one. Let's talk about these beers that we are drinking here tonight, boys, and whether or not you would bang them. Scott, what was in your mug for the second week in a row? <sighs> second week in a row, Grainworks Brewing Company's My Blue Heaven, blueberry ale, nice and smooth, perfect spring beer to have anytime all the time definitely banging get you some blueberry ale if you're anywhere in the cincinnati area fantastic caesar would you have and would you bang it i drank fubar red ale from five by five brewing battleborn texas made it is a military beer i guess you can call it um it's spelled wrong it's good i guess what i fuck it i guess i'm not a big beer person but yeah fuck it i guess <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a like a hard sell. It's a ringing endorsement from Caesar. I'm glad he did that during the beer portion and not during our ad today. I'm just like, well, when I use AF, I guess so. I guess. Nah, nah, bro. Shit. When I write my name to something, I go crazy. CS <laughs> Rise to watch you yeah. down. CS Rise. CS Rise, baby. Randy to Seattle. It's going to happen by 2027. I see it. Randy Rosarina, the greatest Seattle man. Randy's going to drown all of you. Uh, I was drinking Porch Rocker from Sam Adams. Uh, it's such a good beer. Would absolutely bang twice on Sunday. Uh, this <laughs> that's, a, that's a hammock bang right there. It is, a hammock. A, it is a you hammock. You know what Porch Rocker's is sundress bang is what that beer yes. is. It is a sundress bang. Yes. <laughs> And if you get, know, your, get your you know. get your Rick Patino on, baby, get your Rick Patino on. Hey, I got a couple of porch rockers. You want to come over with a sundress? I like. We're gonna Rick Patino it all night long. I swear, I won't. I own you. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for oh. tuning in tonight. We really appreciate it. Uh, this has been an absolutely fantastic show. Also, shout out to our newest sponsor, Caldera Labs. Uh, calderalab.com uh, slash craft brew and get 20% off your order. Uh, be sure to follow the show. You know what? I was going to go to the ending screen. Instead, I feel like this is how the show needs to end. Uh, <laughs> go follow us on Twitter at Craft Sports, uh, Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, go join the Facebook group. It's tons of fun in there. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We got uh, Mookie's Vacation Drunkenness coming up. Uh, we got tons of good stuff. There's a plan for the YouTube channel. We will be expanding that, I promise. Go subscribe now. Throw a few likes on some of the videos that, it, that we posted, some of the live streams we've done, uh, and, and boost us in that algorithm. We'd help, it helps us out immediately. Uh, be sure to subscribe, ring, review, ever get your podcast. That helps us out, too. Also, shout out Belly Up Sports, bellyupsports.com. Tons of great content from the Belly Up Sports uh, team of authors and the media team. Uh, go subscribe, ring, review to all the Belly Up Media podcasts. We will see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody. I got a new temporary profile photo coming. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Rise, and I'll watch you drown.